Hello and welcome to First Thoughts with me, your co-host Joshua. And this is a podcast where each co-host brings the name of a topic and through a process of elimination and random guesswork, we have to derive what that topic refers to. Um, so this week, alongside me, I've got Jensen and Richard. Hey. Um, how are you both doing? Hey. Yeah. Very well. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yes, I've eaten lots and feel good. You've eaten lots. <laughs> I've just, I've just, you know, when like you've not been hungry for days, and then all of a sudden it's just like. Hey, so, tell me about it. I've started a new, a, a new diet. Where I'm trying to like literally just cut out sugar because Ooh, that is my nice. vice, and I'm, I'm worried that I'm going to get diabetes. Sugar basically. is your vice. To be fair, that's probably oh. the advice I would give as well. Like yeah. just cut out sugar. That's my problem. Yeah. Sugar. So I've been cutting out sugar and I've been cutting out caffeine. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like absolutely tired from a lack of sugar and knackered from a lack of caffeine. Oh boy. Um, I can't can't fill up at the moment. That's my issue, Jensen. Like you're full, but I'm like just ravenous. I'm just wanting to eat everything. Proteins (laughs) need their proteins. (laughs) Normally when you're craving sugar, your body's actually craving protein. So get them, get your nuts. Get all the nuts in. You're actually just thirsty, aren't you? Just, yeah, just much yeah, through drink. But yeah, I was I've at barbecue nice on Friday, which was nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so yeah. it's Rich's birthday on Saturday. So it was, mate. Happy birthday for me and the, the listeners. Thank you very much. On behalf yeah. of the listeners. Did you do anything <laughs> nice, Richard? We just chilled out, to be honest. Like, it was just nice. Like, That's good. With the family. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking after him. Oh, later, so, yeah. We will have to get a reunion on. Yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. We get, no. we do, we, we've got a major lag of birthdays to celebrate, haven't we? When oh, we uh, yeah, it's going to be like we, well, we, we just discovered the barbecue still in working order, so you know. Oh, good, <laughs> good. That's good. Oh, I <laughs> yeah, yeah, I we went to a barbecue we're... on Friday. Oh yes, nice. it's good. Nice. It's good. Right, I'll get us going. We'll have to have All right, mate. Get us going. A gallon of cocktails, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Sorry. You've had a gallon of cocktails. <laughs> I was just saying we have to catch up with a gallon of cocktails. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> cheeky jugs. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah. Cheeky bees. Right, go on, Josh. Yeah, so um, basically what I'll do is I'll introduce this topic and Richard and Jensen will give me their first thoughts on what they think this topic is. Um, this week, I'm quite excited because this is something very unusual. And if you know it, I'm going to be disappointed but happy at the same time because okay. it's, it's super interesting. Um, but yeah, I'll get I'll get you started. So I'd like your first, uh, Jensen. Can you do the timer so I don't uh, ramble? Because I've got a habit of rambling. rambling. Thank you. Sweet. Okay. Um, okay. So this week, I would like your first thoughts on something called Capgra or Capgras. I did look at pronunciation syndrome. Capgras syndrome. Hmm. Capgras syndrome. Right, syndrome makes me yeah. think of some kind of disease Easy. or like problem. Yeah, yeah like syndrome. Capgras syndrome. So, for some reason yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of like... disease world, but we're, we're in the psychology and psychiatric okay. disease. Oh, okay. That's like you get Munchausen and hint. all that kind of stuff. Mm. Capgras. Yeah, so any thoughts on that? Makes what what might be Behavioural disorder, and they react to certain ways to certain behaviours. Um, 
it's definitely like based off of someone's reaction to something um and their interpretation of something i'll give you i'll give you that um jensen what did you say sorry um i i can't i think i stopped like mid thought don't don't worry about it um but so a reaction and i'm wondering if it's the kind of thing where you know when someone like asks you to do something i don't know if this is just Hmm. me and it makes you (laughs) immediately not want to do that and to almost do the opposite of that do you know do you know what i mean or is or is that like with their psycho Reverse psychology kind like, of thing, maybe. Do, do you know? Do, I mean, I'm sure there's people out there who understand what what I mean. <laughs> when you're like confronted is it with something because that you you've know, been asked to do it, but you don't want yeah, to do it. It's like even though you, it's something that you know that you need to do, the fact that you're then confronted <laughs> with the fact that you by someone else Haven't that you should it do it makes you just really not want to do it. It's, I don't know. Like um, someone thinks you're taking away the free will, so they'll decide to do it and they want to do it. I know what you mean, Jensen. It's like when you're growing up and your mum's like, you need to tidy your room now. And you're like, you know you need to tidy your room, but because you've been asked to do it, you're like, uh, <laughs> It's not going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be like, you know, you could have scheduled that in with yourself to do it at two o'clock. And if at like one fifty nine, your mum says, tidy your room now, you're like, nah, I'm not doing it. No more. It's not that. It's <laughs> not. Over. I know what you mean, okay. but it's, it's right. not that. Um, I'll, g- I'll give you a little bit of a hint. So this was first described in 1923. Um... Early 1900 seems to be kind of the okay. era for most uh, advances in psychi- psychiatry. Yeah, uh, Jung and Freud, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Mm. The two interesting chaps of Jung and Freud. Richard's looking very pensive. Go on, uh-huh. give us a thought, Richard. I don't... Honestly, I, I don't even know where to start. Okay. So okay, I'll I'll give you I'll give you what this is also known as. All right. Um, you know, the, so it was first described by a French psychiatrist, and the French term translates to the illusion of lookalikes. Oh, the illusion so of lookalikes. Could this be a syndrome where they keep thinking they're seeing themselves but doing horrible stuff? Like a doppelganger kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. They, but it's like they kind of what hallucinating themselves. Delusion, yeah. Yeah. So they you got um, them the actual person or the subject, and they got a projected image of themselves. Not not projected image or what they perceive as themselves doing uncontrollable stuff, like I don't know, murdering or doing criminal acts, maybe. So it is, it is a delusional syndrome. I'll give you that, but it's not what you've described. Sorry, what was it again? It translates to... What was it? A delusional... What was it again? Sorry. No, so it's the illusion of lookalikes. The illusion of lookalikes. Right, okay. Um, It is sometimes referred to as imposter syndrome, but it's not the imposter syndrome that people refer to as within academia. Right, I was going to say, yeah. Well, I I was wondering immediately, like, you know when... Say you've lost someone, maybe a family member mm. or in a breakup, and then you feel like you see that person everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Ooh, you, you ever, do you ever get that? I think Mike, Mike kind of did something on Those, something similar yeah. a while back. Do you remember with the cars where, like, you know, if you were to the get the reticular green car, activator first... stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's not that right. Okay. Um, it's perhaps, uh, it's perhaps potentially associated with the opposite of that 
Okay. Uh, which is a very crude clue. Um, so this this uh, this syndrome mostly occurs in elderly elderly individuals. Um, it occurs more frequently in females. This is a, a ratio with three to two. Oh so wow! So you're, you're one and a half times okay. more likely to to get this if you were a female. Quick maths. Um, and it can be caused by <laughs> structural damage to to your brain, basically wow. neuroanatomical damage. So it's a neurological um, so, oh, wow. problem then. Yeah, 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 it is. Okay. Mm. Well, you know, I remember there was something. There was a book once, or a story, an anecdote I came across that was something along the lines of the man who mistook his wife for a hat, and he had a, like this neurological okay. problem. I think he's thought he thought his wife was a hat stand. Like, oh, that was how he's, <laughs> right. he had a neurological problem. So he was forever throwing hats at his wife as though to throw a hat onto the hat stand. Um, <laughs> right. so, so, I'm, so I don't know if it's literally like you can't recognize people that you know, like, you know, like in dementia and things like that. Well, you, yeah. You know. Um, you're, getting, you're getting very close so there. So it is, asso- some, it is ooh, associated well, with uh, dementia like, and Alzheimer's. Okay. So. Is it, Rich? Um it's not, or it is. Sorry. Oh, it's not my forte. Oh, it's not. I thought he said it is. I thought he said it is. Sorry. No, no, definitely well, not. Uh, I'll, no. I'll, I'll tell you what it is, and I'll All give right. you a, a couple of interesting examples. Because for me, this was fascinating when I came across it. Like, okay. I wasn't researching this for my topic. I was researching something else, and this came up. All right. Um. So basically, it does involve misidentification, Jensen. Like. You're, you're talking about but not yeah. you know you're not misidentifying them as an inanimate object for example mm. you just believe that somebody else has replaced that person oh. so like I might believe now that the Jensen that I'm talking to on this call is not the Jensen I know somebody has oh, taken wow. his shape, Whoa. his form all his mannerisms down to a T but it's not him. Like, there's something about him which just makes me think that's not him. So that's why it's referred to as imposter syndrome. Um, but that it's like sense. really extreme cases. It occurs quite a lot with, you know, kind of husbands and wives, like deciding, well, not deciding, but... Like, that's not my husband. After, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah, as a result of something, um, you know, mm. a brain injury or a stroke or, you know, just kind wow. of onset of <laughs> dementia. But that person is not the person that you knew them to be and that it's been re- they've been replaced by an imposter basically oh wow um so it's quite a rare disease that must be heart must be heartbreaking that mm. like really. yeah well yeah. I, it's it, you know when we like the emotional scale must be similar to just general dementia in that you know people forgetting who you are i don't know if it's yeah. worse being like yeah, you know exactly. someone calling you an imposter and you know not accepting you for who you are or someone forgetting who you are but it's pretty brutal to be fair yeah um but yeah when i was reading up on it it was like cases of um a man whose daughter went to college you know high school um (laughs) came back and he was like that's not my daughter um so he was like fingerprinting her and stuff every time she went away for like a new a new term (laughs) or a new semester away and checking her fingerprints when she came back what the hell well there's cases of like people like literally being in a car with someone and then just turning and being like you know wait you're not you're not barry my my husband like well yeah 
weird. That's spooky. Um, I would recommend. Reminds me of Curse of the Body Snatchers. Oh, I don't, I'm not aware of that. It's, a, it's an old film. It's an old film. It's an old film. Well, oh, there is, that, yeah. there's quite a lot of um, examples of this being used within, you know, fictional writing, um, soaps, films. You know, kind of the basis for. Several oh yeah, novels. of course. Um, but yeah, most of them when they when they portrayed that way, it's a result of like just a brain injury. Um, but yeah, you're just like deeply suspicious of everyone. Um, but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna look into it a little bit more. I just when I came no, across it, sounds... it, I was like, that's insane. I was really interested in that. Does sound oh, really that, good. That's out there. Like the neurological mm. stuff, something that's kind of been an an old itch box, that's come back it? up like... that I want to look in. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, as I say, it's quite rare, poorly understood. So there's no definitive way to diagnose it. And the only way to treat it is currently to give antipsychotic medication. Wow. Um, wow. But you don't know how effective that is. Yeah, so the brain not the happiest like of topics, but... <laughs> but yeah, an interesting topic. Interesting. A very interesting yeah. topic, though. Yeah, really interesting. Ooh. So I'm going to pass Ooh. on to Richard, I think. Yeah. All right. He's looking like he's got something so, spicy for me. I like the button. I do, but you could. It could be an easy one to get. Is it going to be a penny so, again? I was on that, <laughs> no, by not. the way, the other week. I was on. Oh yes. So for those of you, obviously, you, I was just saying for those of you who don't know, none of you'll know because this is on our private chat. Josh was like, as if I knew all those topics that we. <laughs> I knew all three like, of them. Like the first ridiculous. time I've been on an episode. It was like Slumdog Millionaire. Absolutely ridiculous. Sorry. <laughs> I won't, yeah, I won't tell people. <laughs> Go on, Richard. What have you got for us this week? Leave it as a surprise. So I would like your first thoughts on North Sentinel Island. North, North Sentinel, Sentinel Island. 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 Okay. Straight yeah. in. Okay. okay. It's a military nuclear bunker <laughs> I'm, st- I'm, going, no. I'm just going straight for like <laughs> that it's... although that is my forte <laughs> that so is sen- my sen- forte mm. I'm gonna I'm like picking on sentinel here like sentinel sites they kind of like you know something you use to detect or to you know diagnose something so I don't know if it's a lookout of like kind of you know this is the most northern island Mm. where okay. we've got someone based to detect say maybe the, the arrival of a fleet an arrival of some sort of enemy or you know yeah. threat basically yeah. that's what I'm thinking uh, it might be no ah. is it military not... related though in any way it's not military related right. no however well, okay. I know it's Sentinel because really there's, there's a couple of different ideas around Sentinel because there's like what you talked about Josh like this sort of overwatchy type thing um but i know back in i think it was rome somewhere sentinels were like the th- were like throne room guardians yeah that was like the i think like you know whatever the designated role was sentinel i think right from what i remember like the Emperor's guard in a way yeah that kind of thing so yeah. am i am i tracking on anything there richard no um, vaguely but vaguely It'll make more sense when we get deeper into it. Okay. 
So it's an island in the Bay of Bengal. So it's Bay an actual Bengal. island. Yeah. So um, we're talking like India. Indian Ocean. Yeah, yeah, Indian Ocean here. Yeah. Is this? Is this in any way? Is this in any way on, related to those man-made Chinese islands? No, it's not. No. no okay, never mind. Ooh. Although they're deeply fascinating. They're mad. That's a whole. <laughs> the whole, whole other whole. Um, okay. All right. Bay so, of Bengal. Just a, yeah. your old bog-standard island, and then there's something fascinating about this island as well. So. Josh. It's home to an indigenous people, and they are quite famous. Oh. The Sentinelese. Oh. I don't know if you heard of them. Yes. Oh, what are they called? Gurkhas. Have I made that up? What are they called? No, they're not Gurkhas. Oh, they're not Gurkhas. Are you thinking right, like the Nepalese? Like the Gurkhas? Mm. Yeah, sorry, I'm a little bit off on it there. No, these are oh. just indigenous people to this island, and they are famous for for quite something. I, I think it's quite remarkable, anyway, in this day and age. Um, which is what I want to try and get out of you. Now, so there's something special about this indigenous tribe. Am I, am I right in thinking that? So I remember a story about, and I, I may it may be this, it may be this that there was this basically uncontacted tribe on an island and there was a load of protection around them, don't go and speak to them. And some uh, Christian missionaries uh, decided to go and, and, and share the gospel there. And when they, when they got there, they got murked, absolutely murked, yeah. yeah. Um, 100%. This is, this is it. Yes. <laughs> I don't remember the details, but you've got the sheet, mate. Yeah, this is that island, yeah. So there's okay. a indigenous indigenous people on this island called the Sentinelese, uh, Sentinelese, and they okay. All right. they just don't want to be contacted by the outside world, basically. And then there were yeah, there was a Christian missionary that went tried to go there, and yeah, they pretty much got Didn't murdered, shot out of on the beach island. or something. Um, planes and helicopters have been close by, and they were just getting a set attacked and they thought we'll just leave them to it. They don't want to be contacted. <laughs> and yeah, they protect they're protected under the um the Aboriginal Tribes Act nineteen fifty six. And it prohibits Adam. travel to the island and then it poached cover than five nautical miles in order to prevent the resident of the tribes people from contacting diseases. I was going to ask you. Time someone came into contact with them. Mm. It was only a few years ago, know? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, the missionary John Allen Chow was in 2018, so fairly recently. I was going to say, I thought it was only about uh, three years ago. Yeah, oh, okay. then two. Um, they they attacked two vessels in 2006, and it resulted in the death of two fishermen. My goodness, it's really taken yeah, all prisoners of these guys, did they? Yeah, exactly. Total population: 39 people, estimated. 39. Yeah. 
Holy moly. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't seem like it a very diverse uh, gene pool, does it? <laughs> Could be as high as 400, though. They just, they just don't know. But well, I just thought it was really interesting, fascinating how in this day and age we've... Maybe as high as 400, yeah. There's still uncontacted tribes out there. <laughs> Postcode. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that. But yeah, that was my topic. I know it's a quite, they quite easy, really. But it's just so just fascinating. That right, is, man. Wait, I, I know, to. like there's several tribes oh. in, like you know, the heart of the Amazon, basically, which have just not had any contact at all. Like literally, just exactly. never been approached. Same with this tribe, really. Um, but the fact that these guys have got like a bit of a treaty, maybe, yeah. which kind of says, well, they're not really fully. They haven't fully discovered the Amazon yet, have they? So. Bit of drop out, yeah, boy. that's true. Um, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, they I'll just uh, not all of the Amazon has been dis explored yet, has it? So they don't really know no, what is true. out there. We know more about space yeah. than we do about the sea, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, that's scary <laughs> considering we've been sailing <laughs> the sea for, for, for millennia, Quite. you know. A really short one, but a really fascinating no, one. No, that is a good one. That is a good one. Right. Well, they just fly it to get out there. No, that is a good one. Right. I've hit the lap. And go on. I'm going to come in. Right. So this is one of them ones that I've been sat on for a while, and I kind of couldn't... I wasn't sure what angle to come at, but... I would like your first thoughts, boys, on Starfish Prime. Oh, this is a transformer, <laughs> is it? <laughs> I was hoping someone would do the prime voice. Thank you. Or the Megatron voice. Megatron! Starfish. Yeah. Starfish, Starfish Prime. Starfish like Prime. Okay. Prime. Prime. First. First ever reported starfish. Has it been preserved as a specimen? <laughs> In a it's, museum uh, somewhere. I'll I'll tell you now that it's uh, that it's not a a fish. It's nothing to do with an aquatic creature of, in any way. Is this the most important position to adopt on a bed when you're sleeping in the starfish? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you finished it with that, Richard. Um, yeah, is it the next position, Jensen, I was basically. like, where's it going with this? Um, no, it's it's not that. No. Um, but um, man, that'd be right, okay, okay, okay. But um, so it's not related to to fish in any way. No, I'm not even sure why it is called Starfish Prime. Well, I know mate, by Prime as the as be, being the first of mm. a series of some things. Um, okay, but Starfish, I think, was just the name put on it. Really, is this going to be something to do with? Is it related to the? Earth, or is it more space? Um, so, yeah, it is more space, actually, yes. Um, specifically, more looking at something to do with Earth's magnetic field. Oh, okay. That's not where I would have gone with that. Right, okay. Um... There's, there's loads of things that come off this, so I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like yeah, anyone mentions really... Earth magnetic no. field, you've got yeah. the aurora so... just coming up straight away, aren't you? Basically, yeah. yeah. Is this to do? Start. Go on, Richard. Sorry. 
I was going to say, is it to do with a theory that like, the magnetic poles are shifting and it's something to do with the, the wobble effect from the magnetic force? Uh, no, it's not about a um, uh, yeah, polar switch. Pitch. No, sorry. Um, but equally fascinating. Yeah. Two, two mm. parts of this intrigue me. One is the prime, <laughs> so it's the first, the first of a series, yeah. as you've said. The second is that it's called Starfish, and you don't know why, but you think you you but you do, and it will come clear. I'm thinking automatically. There's five components of whatever this is. It was the um, first of a series of five, possibly. Um, there there were there were other events such as this that followed it. Yes. Um, oh, so it's an event. Well, yeah, event in a broad sense, but yes, an event. Um, an event Ooh, okay. that occurred, shall I say, in 1962. I'll give you that. Is it like some sort of so, uh, solar radiation, the Earth's magnetic field, solar flares? Oh, I, don't, I don't really know. You're kind of angling well, in, the, really. in the right direction. Um, but I'd say a less na- a less than natural occurrence. Ooh, mm. supernatural occurrence. Did, uh... Okay, it's uh, it's not supernatural. No, <laughs> not supernatural. <laughs> um, <laughs> though that has made me think about another topic that I'm going to do at some point. But um... nice. nice, Richard. Um, any any thoughts? This is this is an I'm... event which occurred in 1962. First of a series. I'm guessing it's some, uh, something spiked on a measuring, on whatever he used to record or listen. Um, yeah, measure. All, all the things like, that they were trying to measure it with yeah. went off the scale. And, they, <laughs> and it's something they can't really explain yet. Or, oh, well, no, they can, can explain, explain it. They can explain it and uh, why it happened. Yeah. So there was a peak in magnetic radiation, electromagnetic radiation. Maybe at the poles. Mm. Maybe well, not. Well, where they did where where this happened, where they measured this, um, was about nine hundred miles west southwest of Hawaii. So they did it way out Ooh, okay. in the ocean. I see some like underwater volcano. Uh, no, no. Remember, we're kind of electric. Um, yeah, kind of edge of space. Um, hmm. 250 miles up, actually, to be to be okay. precise. Right, I'm I'm baffled, mate. All right, w- was this observed at five different points within um, the, the, the uh, ocean? No, don't don't get locked onto the five or anything like that. Okay. Just I think right. I, I've not really actually really found why on earth it was called Starfish Prime. Is right. it? I would, but. It's not something to do with a comet flying close to the Earth's orbit, is it? No, no, no. Or an asteroid. So, let's go. Uh, You said it's less natural than that. Very much not natural. (laughs) 1960s. What's going on? Space race. They're trying to get to the space space race. They're trying to get to the moon. What else is going on? Uh, Between Russia, America, the Allies, and America. Cold War. Cold oh, the, cold, the Cold War. Cold, think Cold War and Space Race, like, together. A hyper-ballistic missile which can go into space. 
you're pretty much kind of there. Yes. Um, clear. Now, because we've been going for a few minutes, I can tell you that this was part of a US military operation named nice. Operation Fishbowl. Um, there had been <laughs> okay. other there had been other uh, studies before it. There is you will have probably come across this, Rich, but there was other other operations that came before it, but this particular operation they wanted to do much more in-depth study about the effects on the electromagnetic um field around mm. the earth and the atmosphere if they did xyz and so they watched what would happen if they did xyz if we set a nuke off in space what would happen to the electromagnetic field that's exactly basically. what we did and jesus and <laughs> and they had done this before um, but this one was um, much larger than expected, and it was well recorded. Um, they set off a 1.4 megaton uh, nuke, uh, <laughs> 250 Whoa. miles in the air. It's not the biggest that's ever been blown up. No, it's not, but it's the fact that, that they were blowing function. it up in the atmosphere to see what would happen. What did happen, Jensen? Oh, yeah, that's pretty... What did happen? Well, yeah. nearly 2,000 miles away in Hawaii, like, light bulbs blew up and all kinds of stuff. Phone lines got fried 2,000 miles away. Um, they were actually oh, wow. trying to test... Now I can hone us in on a few things. They were actually trying to test something that was proposed by a guy called Nicholas Christophilos. Oh, I can't even say it. It's, it's a Greek name. <laughs> Nicholas, okay. Christophilos. Okay, Christophilos. Nice. Okay, I've heard about that. And, oh, and, and uh, so he proposed this idea that became known as the Christophilos effect, which was the idea that maybe they could create a basically EM blanket or shield by detonating Ooh. a nuke in the wow. EM field. So if you know, say Russia was firing things or people, you know, were flying jets and whatever, that they could fire a nuke up there and it would create like a sort of be EM like an blackout. EMP basically. Yeah, 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 like EMP. an EMP. Yeah, absolutely. EMPs so, are so cool. They, so they be, they were yeah, testing yeah. this. They started testing this in the fifties, but Operation Fishbowl, um, they did a load of other stuff um, in that, and they really wanted to track it, record things properly. But um, yes, this created like an artificial aurora borealis, and it created Ooh, basically the whole nice. sky went red and yeah, red, mad, oh, yeah, mad stuff. Wow. So. Yeah, it was part of this larger operation, Operation Dominic or Operation Fishbowl, kind of. Those names get interchangeable. Um, but they did they did several other tests after that. Eventually, JFK kind of decided we, we won't do this anymore. We think it's bad to set nukes off in the atmosphere. It's probably not our best move. Um, <laughs> so eventually, they, they kind, of stopped, kind of stopped doing this. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, I find I so that's that's kind of it, um, really. <laughs> I don't I don't know that's where else to cool, go with man. it, but I don't know if you got any questions or. Cool. I feel I like have. I should have got. That. I'll do I've my best, questions. mate. <laughs> so you you mentioned basically like two thousand mile shockwave, essentially, right? Light bulbs going uh, out in Hawaii. Yes, Hawaii. Yeah. yeah. Was this? Like obviously, this operation discovered by, say, Russia, for example, were other countries aware that this was going on? Like, how do you explain 
basically think, like well, well i think the thing is every, everyone was, i feel like blackout. everyone was doing it and that was the thing everyone was doing it really <laughs> yeah. it i don't mind like, me today's my day to, to detonate um, a nuke in space <laughs> like yeah. um, like there's obviously like um is it a uh, bikini island is the really famous one um yeah i've heard of that and, and that's gonna be one of my top here. yeah and, and oh sorry mate um and no, sorry. And Russia eventually set off the big one. They set off the biggest one that had ever been set off, which was the the Tsar bomber. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was huge. I couldn't tell you what it was rated in megatons, but it was ridiculous. But yeah, this explosion they set off two to three point four or something like that. But um, yeah, so this this uh, this nuke they set off from a Thor Thor missile was a thousand Mm. times bigger than Hiroshima. So you know, no small, no small nuke. Um, so just to I'm just presume- to see what'll happen, you know. <laughs> I'm presuming they started small. It started uh, small and worked their yeah, way up. They, they, just yeah, they, they started like, testing it in the late fifties and kind of, but they weren't measuring stuff properly. But yeah, that's a set off a big one up there. Um, what what were but, the implications of this? Like, you know, could they create that EM? Yeah, they could they create wanted? this. They could create this EM oh. blanket they found. Um, wow. Obviously, all these different colours came off and things, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's basically, yeah, yeah. Was so, there spike in cancer after it, or I wouldn't be surprised, mate. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Um, well, but yeah, I mean, what, what was this? I, I wrote down so, and you could find this if you if you went and looked on the Wikipedia article of it. But um, in Hawaii, which was you know nine hundred miles away, three hundred mm. street lights blew. And it damaged a telephone microlink two thousand kilometers away. <laughs> so, wow. you know, it proper proper messed things up. And uh, it was visible for like five thousand kilometers. Um, oh, Jeez. yeah. It also um, downed or well, nine satellites were lost during it. Wow. So we kind of I think we started stopping because yeah. we thought having satellites was probably a good thing. Um, and accidentally knocking them out by just testing nukes in the atmosphere was maybe not our best move. So that is Starfish Prime, Operation Fishbowl, and the other operations linked to it. Well worth well, a look at, I think. Yeah, well worth me. a look at. An interesting part of the space race and um, nuclear energy always interested me. So, right, that's me. Right. Richard, right. give me a word to describe your topic. One word. No pressure. Ooh. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> All right, Jensen. Guarded. Okay. Yeah. Guarded. Aurora. Jensen. Aurora. Aurora. Nice. Okay, what's mine? Maybe illusion. I'll go with illusion. Guarded Aurora illusion. The illusion of the guarded Aurora. I don't know. Come, come, come up with some, uh, an episode name based off of those. Potentially. Or has anyone got any thoughts for a for a name? Richards was an island. Mine sort of happened near Hawaii. Yours did not happen on an island. <laughs> um, <laughs> or did it? Might have been something that might have happened there, yeah. Um, tricky, 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 tricky. Guarded Aurora illusion. Artificial aurora. I do kind of like the guarded aurora illusion. Yeah, um, I can, I can dig that. I, I can work with that. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that. Okay. 
Fair enough, fair okay. enough. Okay, all right. Well, this week, listeners, you've been listening to the Guarded Aurora Illusion with me, mm-hmm. your co-host Josh, and I've been joined by Jensen and Richard. If you've liked what you've listened to, you can check us out on our social medias, which is at JRJ Podcast. Um, we're not as active anymore, but you can find our accounts on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And obviously, you've found out how to listen to us. If you rate us, send a link to somebody. Send them the Spotify link. Send them a link to Apple Podcasts. Share the share the news. Get some new listeners in. Um, <laughs> if you've got any suggestions as to how we can do better, uh, drop us a message on our on our social. Yeah, we're open to that. And we're we are. Yeah, one hundred percent. But yeah, this has been a good episode. So thank you. Some good stuff. I've, I've yeah, lots for me to, uh, to, to lock into there. Lots. I know. I'm yeah, still, exactly. I'm still I'm looking into the penny black man. <laughs> still looking into the yeah, penny I've got black. Backlog and Richard, stuff. you give me another oh, yeah. another act to look at. The <laughs> Ab- Aboriginal Tribes Act of 1956. Another one to look at. Thanks, pal. Well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take care, guys. Until next week. Bye. Thanks, guys. All right. Until next bye week, bye. Boys. See you in a bit, guys. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.